0: It's Friday, February 10th, and this is Goodwill Talk Daily. Welcome back, everybody, to Goodwill Talk Daily. It is night to shine night here at Goodwill Church. Man, I'm excited. I can't wait to get there this evening and hang out in Montgomery uh, with all of our honored guests, everybody who is serving. Man, so many people jumped in to be a part of this night, and I'm so grateful to be a part of a church that loves and that cares. Would this be just another amazing night of love at Goodwill Church? That's happening tonight. If you're not able to serve with us, please be praying for us. It's going to be a wonderful time. We want this to be really the best night ever for our honored guests. Well, we are going to turn our attention back to 1 Corinthians. We're reading 1 Corinthians 5 today. I've been slowly reading through the book, and uh, this is just kind of doing five chapters at a time. We'll go back to Isaiah on Monday, and, and we want to just take a break here or there. We want to have something that might be a little bit more easily easy to apply, something maybe a little encouraging, maybe a little convicting like it is today, uh, but something that maybe not as dark and uh, brutal as what we've seen in Isaiah. We'll get back to that next week. Um, um, I will give you a, just a heads up, this one today talks about sexual immorality, um, so a little trigger warning for you on this one in case uh, in case it's something that might be painful for you or uncomfortable for you, you might want to skip it and uh, be with us again on Monday. But let's turn together, 1 Corinthians chapter 5. It is actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you, and of a kind that even pagans do not tolerate, a man is sleeping with his father's wife." And you're proud. Shouldn't you rather have gone into mourning and have put out of your fellowship the man who's been doing this? For my part, even though I'm not physically present, I am with you in spirit as one who's present with you in this way. I have already passed judgment in the name of our Lord Jesus on the one who's been doing this. So when you are assembled and I'm with you in spirit and the power of our Lord Jesus is present, hand this man over to Satan for the destruction of the flesh so that his spirit may be saved on the day of the Lord." your boasting's not good. Don't you know that a little yeast leavens the whole batch of dough? Get rid of the old yeast so that you might be a new unleavened batch, as you really are. For Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. Therefore, let us keep the festival, not with the old bread leavened with malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth." I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with sexually immoral people, not at all meaning the people of this world who are immoral, or the greedy or swindlers or idolaters. In that case, you had had to leave the world. But now I am writing to you that you must not associate with anyone who claims to be a brother or sister, but is sexually immoral or greedy. An idolater or slanderer, a drunkard or swindler, do not even eat with such people." What business is it of mine to judge those outside the church? Are you not to judge those inside? God will judge those outside. Expel the wicked person from among you. Let's pray. Father, hard words, but I pray that your Spirit would use them to convict us. Would we recognize sexual immorality and these other sins to be that devastating, devastating, that you would say that for followers of Jesus Christ to involve ourselves in this would be to expel ourselves from the from the church. We struggle with, with, with church discipline, Lord, as a concept in the 21st century church. It's, it makes us uncomfortable. But you say to us to observe it for the good of the church, for the example that we're supposed to be setting for the world of what it is to be followers of Jesus. And yes, even sexual immorality is to be considered expellable. God, there are many sexual sins that we have accepted. There are many sexual sins that we say, "Ah, well, that's just that little thing over there. Oh, would we be ruthless, Lord, in our own lives? Would we take every thought captive? Would we discipline our bodies that we might serve you and not ourselves, not our own lusts, our own flesh? Would we not treat one person's sexual sin as worse than another? Would we not treat ours as not a big deal while condemning others? Help us, Lord, to seek purity. Would we seek purity? Would we be that unleavened loaf filled with sincerity and truth? Would we seek you in all things? Would we honor you with the way we honor our bodies, the way we honor one another? Help us, Lord, we pray in Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you for being with me this reading week. We'll be back in Isaiah uh, next week, and it's going to be a good time. I know there's been some challenging stuff, but stick with it. There are some beautiful things in the book of Isaiah that we want to get to. So stick with me. I'll see you again on Monday right back here at Goodwill Talk Daily.